day to you. We are ready to read, and we're reading in 2 Corinthians, and we're ready to read chapter 4. I am reading from the Amplified Bible. So remember, this is 2 Corinthians. This is chapter 4. I'm going to start in verse 1. Therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we receive mercy from God, granting us salvation, opportunities, and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose our motivation, but we have renounced the disgraceful things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery or, or adulterating the word of God, but by stating the truth openly and plainly. We commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is, in some sense, hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing among them the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. This is a reference back to the previous chapter where he was talking about the unbelieving having basically the veil torn away when they when they turn to uh, when they turn to when they repent and return to turn to Jesus turn to God I'm sorry I can't spit that out but um so this is referring back to that like having a veil over the face of Moses so that they would not so the children of Israel would not see the glory of God you know diminishing on his face and um, so thus <clears throat> the, you know their their hearts were hardened their minds were hardened so that they did not understand um, the real word of God and now when you turn to God and you repent and, and follow Jesus you, you have that veil lifted away so that you can understand the wisdom and love of God alright so verse 5 for we do not preach ourselves but Jesus Christ is Lord and ourselves merely as your bondservants for Jesus sake in other words yeah we don't preach ourselves as, as Lord but you, we preach ourselves as you know as being just servants of Christ, servants of the Lord. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, is the one who has shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory and majesty of God, clearly revealed in the face of Christ. But we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation, in unworthy earthen vessels of human frailty, so that the grandeur and surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to be from God, his sufficiency, and not from ourselves. We are pressured in every way, hedged in, but not crushed, perplexed, unsure of finding a way out, but not driven to despair, hunted down and persecuted, but not deserted to stand alone, struck down but never destroyed, always carried around in the body of the dying of Jesus, so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be shown in our body. For we who live are constantly experiencing the threat of being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be evidenced in our mortal body, which is subject to death. So physical death is actively at work in us, but spiritual life is actively at work in you. Yet we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote in scripture, I believed, therefore I spoke. 
We also believe, therefore we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and will present us along with you in his presence. For all these things are for your sake, so that as God's remarkable undeserved grace reaches to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of our great God. Therefore we do not become discouraged, spiritless, disappointed, or afraid. Though our outer self is progressively wasting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. For our momentary light distress, this passing trouble, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transcendent splendor, and an endless blessedness. So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are visible are temporal, just brief and fleeting, but the things which are invisible are everlasting and, per and imperishable. So Paul is making the distinction here between the natural and the spiritual and how um, <clears throat> what we see is temporal and yet what we don't see is eternal. Though our outer self, you know, our natural physical self is, is dying, we are, you know, we are dying. We're aging and dying. But internally, our inner self, our spirit, is growing and being renewed day by day. And this momentary light distress, speaking of what's going on here on the earth, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons. So, everything we're going through here is teaching us and helping us grow into spiritually what we should be. So, he starts off in this chapter, um, basically saying that, uh, you know, since he has this ministry and he's received mercy from God, you know, they do not get discouraged, they don't lose their motivation, uh, they've renounced the disgraceful things, and uh, they're... They, they are speaking the gospel open and plainly and in truth. And the only way in which the gospel is hidden from anyone is from those who are blinded by Satan. Basically, they, they are choosing not to believe it. They are choosing to believe whatever else they believe. Now, I call that being deceived, and he calls it being blinded by Satan. That is basically the same thing. They are being deceived by the things of this world in various different ways. Satan is using things in this world to deceive them and of course he, he will deceive as many as he can. So, but he also mentions we have the precious treasure that is the good news of salvation in ourselves, our earthen vessels, in our human frail forms. We still have that treasure that is the good news of salvation and while we are pressured in every way and you know we have all these bad things that happen and things that are going on and our body is dying as we go but still we're living spiritually and we're constantly being renewed and um, you know spiritual life is actively at work in us so 
Therefore, we do not become discouraged. And it can yeah, it can be easy to become discouraged, you know, applying this to us um, in this life when bad things are happening and going on. But this is a good verse for our, in verse 17, for our momentary light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us or in us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transcendent splendor, and an endless blessed blessedness. So we look not, going on to the next verse, so we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. When we're going through the trials and tribulations of this world, we don't look at the things we see here. We look at the things which are unseen, the things of heaven, the things things of the spirit that will sustain us and uh, which are everlasting and imperishable all right so that is second corinthians chapter four well thank you for listening hope you have a wonderful day and remember god loves you